Good morning, afternoon, evening, midday, whenever you're listening to this podcast. Um, this is the Rive Your Life podcast bonus episode four. And uh, yeah, it is a fun uh, time uh, recording this previous episode where I got to share my story. Uh, it's just awesome to brag about the Lord. And uh, it's just neat to look back and just see his faithfulness and his hand of direction in my life um, just over the years. And uh, today's bonus episode, if you couldn't tell by the title, it was a cut for time um, uh, Q&A section of the interview. Uh, I'll just be talking about our usual questions, my favorite co- coaster color scheme, um, favorite food, favorite movie, music, and all that good stuff. So, without further delay, I'll hop into that, and then we will be back here to close off this bonus episode. I'm not lucky, I'm blessed. <laughs> and none of us two are wearing green either, so that means we're going to get pinched. Yeah, I was going to turn my lights green in here, but too much work. Alright, so... We got Donnie on the other end, and yes. normally this would be the part where we just introduce our guest, but Donnie is not really too much of a stranger, but we're still going to go through some of these questions, just to give you a little bit of a background. Maybe you're a first-time listener or viewer on YouTube, and we would just like to get to know Donnie more, so here we go. That first question for you is going to be, what would your favorite coaster color scheme be? Hmm. I would be the cheesy one to say wood color, but um, I would have to say Banshee's color scheme. The purple and the pink. It's I like it. It's one of the first things you see at Kings Island, uh, other than the Orion one. But um, I just like how it pops. It, it pops. It's it's different and it pops. It's a banshee. Yeah, it's got a really good color scheme. And what I love about it too is that depending on what type of light situation you're in, it will affect the shade of red or mm-hmm. burgundy that you see. And it's the most unique color scheme I think I've ever seen. And another fun fact, the Christian Coasters logo, the bottom half where the track is, is actually the vertical loop on Banshee of a photo Ooh. I took that Chris flipped, traced, and did some slight alterations for to fit that logo. So that's why it's burgundy and flows great with the crimson red. So fun fact about that, I love that color scheme as well. So next question for you is going to be, what would your favorite food slash restaurant be? Oh, that is a tough question. It depends on... Uh, it depends on what I'm in the mood for. Uh, if I had to pick overall, I'd say a majority of the year, my dinner is at King's Island. Uh, I have the meal plan there. So if I was at King's Island with my meal plan, my go-to place, and Ryan can attest to this as well, is uh, the Rivertown Brew House. I love the brew house. They've got some good food there. They got the good burger. They got the chicken. They got it all. It's good stuff. But my favorite food, if we're sticking with the theme park, Kings Island theme here, I love, and I mean I love Kings Island's 
fresh cut fries, fresh cut potato fries. They are, especially over at the uh, Rivertown Potato Works, those are the bomb. Yeah, I, uh, believe it or not, I've been to this park many, 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 many times over the past eight years, going on nine. I have never once actually had those fries. Oh, wow. I always go somewhere else. I usually end up at Chicken Shack, Coney Barbecue, the Fest House, the Rosas. Sometimes I'll get Tom and Chi Brew House, but I never end up anywhere else. So uh, maybe they'll put that on the agenda to go try that one day. Well, now we're down so, no Chick-fil-A and no Subway. So it apparently might be time from yeah. rumor on the street here is that they, they're putting in a not moving, but they're putting in another Starbucks where that Chick-fil-A was Come because on. I guess the demand for it is so high. Like, no. I'm kind of shocked. Like, I knew it was probably going to leave Kings Island, but I had no clue that, like, Chick-fil-A and Cedar Fair were parting ways as a whole. Like, that was yeah. crazy. Because those Chick-fil-A's, I think they had longer lines than the coasters some days. Oh, yeah. Like, it was insane. Especially I feel Saturdays. bad for any Chick-fil-A worker working it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Next question is going to be, what is your favorite movie? I'm a movie guy, but if I had to pick my all-time favorite classic movie, it would be Back to the Future. And more specifically, Back to the Future 2. I love that movie. That's a... Back to the Future 2, if you've seen the first one and it makes sense to you... The second one's actually a pretty intense movie. Like, mm-hmm. even for today's age, it's pretty intense. It I is. love that movie. Mm-hmm. It's got a really, 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 really cool, like, aesthetic to it. It's like a combination of old school and futuristic at the same time. It's, like, just an awesome movie. Mm-hmm. I love it. I still want that almanac, though. <laughs> if I had that almanac, man, yeah. I would be making bank right now. <laughs> Well, All you right. technically so, could. It was from 2015, so that is hopefully true. you know what you hope. hope hopefully you know they, who won. I love. I love that they almost predicted the World Series. They got the two teams right, but they just mm-hmm. chose the wrong winning team. They but, got um, quite a bit of stuff correct, though. I'll give them that. Like hoverboards, kind of. We had those, but not flying through the air. Um, flying cars, no. But the DeLorean did come back for just a limited time that year. But an ungodly price. Oh boy, here's the million dollar question. Alright. What's your favorite band or artist? Oh, we did a whole episode on this. Um, we'll favorite. Never shut up about Christian music. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Favorite band? Casting Crowns. We'll go with that as a band. Let's see. And then favorite artist, um, Christian artist, Jeremy Camp. And can't beat that guy. And I could give a whole top ten, all that stuff, but that's not this episode. No. All right, so... What would your favorite song be? 
Mm, if I can't pick a, if I can't pick a favorite artist, I can't pick a favorite song. But I will say there's one song that sticks out more than any other song, and it's been last year. It was my song of the year on Spotify, and I think it could be this year's as well. Uh, Want to take a guess what it is, Ryan? Song of the year for you? Oh, I feel like it's Jordan Saints here. Is this Jordan Saint Seer song? Oh, I got I got a fifty fifty shot here. Yes, you do. What are two people? Either Weary Traveler or it's Fires. Which one? Uh it's I, I think you're a Fires guy. No, I'm a Weary Traveler. Uh, but oh, are you kidding me? There, there's a little story behind why I love that song. When that song came out last year, um, I was in the middle of making a very tough decision um, concerning ministry and just need the Lord's guidance. And I just felt weary and I felt like I don't know what to do. So I had to trust the Lord. And that song reminds me that in this world where you just feel weary and you just feel lost and hopeless the day is going to come where we get to be in heaven where that weariness and that burden is no longer there and the same for fires all of Jordan St. Sears songs honestly have ministered to me in many different ways um, fires I've walked through fires of life and we'll talk about some of that tonight and the theme with Jordan St. Sear is the faithfulness of God and we'll, that's my theme we'll talk about that theme later on but the faithfulness of God. That's my favorite attribute of God is his faithfulness and his love when we're not faithful and lovely. And uh, that's why that's my number one favorite song is Weary Traveler. Yeah, we got to we got to see him perform live at Kings Island. We were both at the same concert. Yeah. And we got to see him open up for Skillet and if I remember correctly, you and Kinsey got to actually meet him after I he was did. done performing. And I just got to talk to him for about a minute or two and just tell him how much his music has ministered to me and has meant to me. And he thought that was the coolest thing. And then um, the usher that was sitting right next to us was like his escort around the, the area. And he said, hey, that guy was singing every single word to every single song you were singing. I'm like, dude, you have no idea how much your songs have ministered to me in just this past year. And um, it's neat to see how God works through ordinary people. It's nothing, there's nothing like going to Christian concerts and then the one-off chances you get to meet, like, some of your biggest earthly heroes and... yeah. You no, know, for me, it's definitely the Christian rock industry, starting with, you know, meeting the Decipher Down guys and um, <laughs> Set for the Fall, uh, Disciple especially, you know, and, and the protest and so many great bands, even meeting Seth Morrison from Skilled a few times briefly. That was crazy luck. All three times at Kings Island, by the way. But, yeah. you know, it, it's just crazy to me that, you know, I've gotten to a point where I can be well acquainted with these guys, and it's just so awesome to see that all these Christian artists are so, for the most part, like, everyone's in it for the same reason. They don't want the fame. They don't want 
the glory. They just want to minister to other people. And it's just it's just some of the greatest moments I've had in my life where I've got to share those feelings that I've had with music and how it's changed my life and continuing to as we speak with these artists. So I definitely relate to that. And I actually didn't meet Jordan at that show just because... Um, listening to I'm listening to <laughs> Yeah, so I really... I, I'm not a musician at all, but I've been around the music scene a lot. I've been around the block quite a few times. I know a lot of people in bands. I love going to concerts. And one of my favorite things on earth is distortion in guitars. I love when they just slam those power chords, even if they're just <laughs> sound checking. I just love hearing that guitar coming fresh out of the amp. There's no better sound to me. And that's all I was doing. I was just up there in the second row, just soaking it up, and then Skillet played, and you, you couldn't have got me to leave that stage until I had to leave, because that was one of the best nights of my life, and I will never forget. And he forget. ended up with the set list, too. Yeah, that, that, I'm surprised, though, because usually with, like, if you see someone like Disciple or a smaller band, you know, they've got, you know, the drummer's got one. Each band member has one. Maybe the sound guy has an extra one. That's a hit and miss. Mm -hmm. But I guess because it's a bigger crew, they had like 20 of these set lists printed out, wow. which is still hard to get at a skillet show. But I happen to be one of the lucky ones that got one. Uh, I obviously didn't get it signed, but still really cool to have. Mm -hmm. Like, a skillet set list is tough to get. So... <laughs> That was a pretty fond memory. Um, was not lucky enough to get one of the drumsticks or anything else, but <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty lucky anyway because I was supposed to be sitting somewhere in the nosebleeds, and someone gave me a second row upgrade. But let's not get too off topic there because yeah. we got a got a nice long episode to get through. Yeah. Let's see here. All right. Well, one of these questions I already know the answer to, and <laughs> it's pretty much a no-brainer. What is your favorite park? Do you think you know? Yeah, I what think is, I know. What is it? I mean, we don't call you the Islanders for nothing. But I feel like it might also be universal. Yeah, it's universal. A whole nother island. I love Islands of Adventure. And I love the studios too, but Islands of Adventure is the most thrilling park, which I think that may be knocked down to number two. Once Epic opens, I'm so excited for Epic. So much, so much more information is slowly leaking out before the official announcement, and it makes me so excited to go down once it opens. I love Universal. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked about all that stuff. I need to read more into like all the, because I know they just made lots of purchases. Like, aren't they going to build an amusement park or group of amusement parks somewhere in Texas? Right? Did I read so that right? So, Universal's, like, kicking Disney's butt right now. It's like they're setting mousetraps on Mickey right now. Like, they're building this massive park, which is going to knock any theme park in the world out of the water. Like, this is... No one has seen this before. Um, but they're building a family park in Texas. They're building a year-round Halloween Horror Nights haunted house thing out in Las Vegas. Universal Hollywood's building major attractions like they just opened Mario but they're opening up a Fast and Furious drift coaster so the coaster will be drifting down the hill in Hollywood um, 
So this is, is cool. no one has seen anything like that either. So it looks like your car will be swiveling down the mountain. So it, th- like there are, they're on top of the theme park game right now, and that's one of the reasons I love them. Is like they don't play around. Yeah, uh, Universal. I'm, I gotta be honest. Like, don't get me wrong, Space Mountain and. Um, well, I think they got rid of Expedition Everest, right? It's still there. It's still there. Maybe it was just closed for a bit. Yeah. Uh, what they just get rid of? They got rid of something significant. Oh, uh, uh, Splash Mountain, which they're rethinking. Splash Mountain, it, that's what it but, was. Yeah. So, you know, there's some rides there. Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror. Mm-hmm. Things that have been on my bucket list. But i got to be honest, you're not, like, way high up there. Um... I do like Disney, like old Disney at least, like yeah. the Lion King, Cars. But mm-hmm. to my understanding, I don't even think Disney World has any car stuff. You have to go to Disneyland for that. Well, they do, kind of. They have a little just, show at Hollywood Studios where there's this cheap-looking Light McQueen is on stage. Disney likes to use like screens for characters' faces, which I have no idea why they do that. But they have him like in front of a screen with his wheels spinning. That's all it does. Stupid, but So I was gonna say it's probably something really small. Like it is. Disneyland actually is on my bucket list because I really wanna ride um it was California Screaming, but now it's in Credit Coaster, yep. I believe is how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. And obviously you have the Radiator Springs park and that looks stinking cool. For those of you that not to make this about me, but for those of you that don't know, Cars is my favorite Disney movie, and I just absolutely would love to visit that and experience that, but um, yeah, Universal as a whole to me, I think overall just is more entertaining, because somehow despite Disney buying the rights to Marvel Studios Spider-Man and Hulk and some of the Sony side of Marvel is still able to stick with Universal. So they have all that. You've got your Jurassic Park, Jurassic World stuff. You've got the Harry Potter stuff, which I am, I know, controversial. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. Dude, it blows me away with how amazing that is. You're in the movie. I want to go so bad. And not, not to mention, I think their coaster collection as a whole is much better, too. Oh, yeah. Because I think Hollywood Rip Ride or whatever the it name hurts, of it is, it's good. that's the only ride that's actually at Universal. But um, when you go to Islands of Adventure, you've got Velocicoaster, you've got the Incredible Hulk Coaster, you've got so many good rides. And I know they got rid of Dragon Challenge years ago, but they've come a long way still. And like, like Universal, what replaced it from someone that is a thrill seeker, I would. I could see that being your number one, and I will get down there eventually. Dude, once Epic opens, it will have the some of the country, not if not the world's best coasters. They have a dueling coaster. They have a Donkey Kong coaster where you're jump, jumping track. You're going to be jumping track with Donkey Kong. That is going to be insane. And they have a clone of Time Traveler themed to the Wolfman. Holy crap. And they're going to have a dragon coaster. Like, you're going to be riding on How to Train Your Dragon. 
Wow. That's an underrated movie, too. I don't know why they picked that one, but from concept concept art, this park is going to give Disney a run for their money. So but we digress. To, fo- to follow that up, yeah, we like like we said, this is going to be a bonus we episode. Some, we're getting some rabbit trails sometimes. This is this is going to be a bonus episode. We'll go more in depth than that, another episode for sure. But yeah, uh, to follow that up, what is your favorite roller coaster? I actually, I don't think I. Oh wait, yes, I do. It's what do you think? I it know is? what it is. It's uh, the. It's not. I don't think it's technically a roller coaster, but we'll just call it one for this sake. It's the Guardians of the Galaxy ride at Universal. That, it, it's it? it's at Disney, but that, oh wait, it's at Disney! Oh my gosh, I'm, my I'm favorite coasters at Disney. Well, it it it's technically a coaster, but it's more of a dark ride coaster hybrid um, because there's different story elements. But if we don't want to include that as a coaster per se. Hagrid's Motorbike Creature Adventure, whatever it's called, is probably my number one. Above Velocicoaster. To, okay, we gotta I gotta put this out there though. Donnie is more of a theme park fan. I'm more of theme I, I wanna be immersed. More of a, I like that stuff for sure, but I'm more of the roller coaster guy. Wanna take pictures and videos of them and I wanna rank review them and I'm definitely more of a roller coaster guy, so Mm-hmm. I, I honestly forgot that you were such a huge fan of Hagrid's. I so, love Hagrid's. That is pretty dang neat. It's a hot take for a number one, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. so the next question we got, yep. this one's pretty generic, but what is a random fact about yourself? Oh, a random fact about myself. Well... I I have been in two commercials that have aired in Ohio. Uh, one was for my aunt's store as a kid, and then the second one was for a trade school I went to during high school, and I was actually studying digital media production, so a little bit of film, a little bit of photography, graphic design, all that. I studied there, and I appeared in a fake video shoot for the digital media program. And I also um, was a, I don't know if you can call a candidate or whatever, for a movie that's coming out this year. I didn't get my um, audition, not audition, but my form didn't go to the final stages where you could be an extra. But um, yeah, I auditioned, in quotes, to be an extra in an upcoming movie that was shooting in Lexington this past year. Alright, I actually I don't know if I can... I've known you for almost a year and I have had no clue about all this. So that's the reason cool. I couldn't say anything about the movie is because it wasn't announced at the time. But I, it has been announced and it's coming out later this year. It's called Unsung Heroes, which is the story of how Joel and Luke Smallbone came to the U.S. And it's a pretty cool story and they gave us a synopsis when they gave us the paperwork through email about what it's going to be about. And it seems like a pretty cool movie. I would say I'm a huge for King and Country fan. I love uh, mm-hmm. The Proof of Your Love will always be my favorite song of theirs. And but they made another really movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been, yeah. 
Alright, so let's transition this into more of the spiritual side of the podcast, which is definitely the most important. Yeah. And what would your favorite Bible verse be? My favorite Bible verse is the verses is Proverbs three, five and six. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean on to thy understanding, and all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Simply because that verse again as we'll talk about in the episode that verse has gotten me through a lot in my life and just decisions I've had to make and different fires and trials and things I've been through and just the faithfulness of God knowing that all I need to do is trust in him and knowing that he's going to fulfill what he's promised in his word that he'll never leave us nor forsake us and he'll never um, leave us hanging it may feel like we are all alone, but he's there, as Psalm 23 says, with his rod and his staff to comfort us, to correct us, and to comfort us. So that's why I love Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Amen. And there's just something beautiful about when we do die to ourselves and finally give up our pride and say, okay, God, I know life is kind of hard right now, or maybe it's easy for you right now. And we just say, you know what? We're going to trust you to the highs and the lows because you are the shepherd and we are the sheep. And this is how you designed it to be. And, you know, it's always a great reminder that we are not called to be our own shepherds. And when we do, usually leads to problems. So that is one of my favorite verses as well. So the next next question be what is your favorite character in the bible and why there's two that are my favorites and of course jesus is one but um if i had to pick just one person in the bible that i loved reading about and loved to learn about it's david and i can relate to david a lot no i have not (laughs) committed adultery and killed someone's husband um but just David and I both love music and just love worshiping the Lord with music. And what I love most about David is that out of all the people in the Bible, he's the most relatable to everybody. He, out of all the characters, quote unquote, in the Bible, his story was seen the most. You see his ups, his downs, times where he was afraid, where he was angry, where he was just pouring his soul out to God, where he was happy, where he was dancing in the streets and his wife uh, thought he was drunk uh, because he just loved God so much. He was worshiping him with all he's got. And I just love David because, again, he's he's like he's literally a roller coaster. You see his ups and downs, left, rights, curves, all that stuff. You see all these flaws. That just shows that he is human. And out of him came Jesus Christ. Out of his line came Jesus Christ. And it's just neat to um, see that line getting to Jesus, that God decided to put Jesus in a line of sinners because you have David who's been a murderer and a um, just unfaithful he's he, he did a lot of things wrong but he did a lot of things right as well and then you have a um, prostitute in Jesus' line to Rahab and just going down the line there's so many flawed people but ultimately their savior Jesus Christ finished that line there it's where they were made whole so I love David yeah, David's awesome. I had 
it's just a great example, like you said, that God uses crooked sticks to make straight lines. Mm-hmm. You know, like in my brand, Romans eight ten to eleven is the life verse, and it is. But if Christ is to you, or but if Christ is risen, the same power that rose Jesus Christ from the dead dwells within you. That He rise Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies. Yeah. So it is just so amazing that God will continue to use us in spite of our sin and our flaws and we just love Jesus for that because he didn't have to do that he could have flooded the earth one more time he could have just wiped out humanity again he didn't he's like no I'm going to send Jesus this time and I'm going to choose to glorify myself through this but I'm only doing this because I love you guys this much each and every single one of us. And if you don't believe that, just go read John chapter 17. Hmm. Alright, so the next question for you would be, what is your favorite book of the Bible? I'll cheat here and do an Old Testament and a New Testament. My favorite Old Testament, um, it's one that wouldn't be most likely picked by anyone. It's the book of Isaiah. And that book out of the whole well, I scratched that. Um, out of all the books in the Old Testament, Isaiah paints one of the most beautiful pictures of Jesus. From his birth to his death to his resurrection. And just prophesies the coming Messiah. And that there was... If you look at the Old Testament, you see so much wrong, so much things that people had to work to get clean. But then there's... In the middle of this book, in the middle of this collection of books, is Isaiah that's showing that there's a Messiah coming. He's about to change everything that was wrong with the Old Testament and make it new. So I love Isaiah for that, and more specifically, chapter 53, where it talks about the suffering of Jesus. Because if it wasn't for that suffering, we would we'd be spending eternity in hell. And I'm thankful for that, and just um, the Easter, uh, the season of Easter. And what that means to us as Christians. And then for the New Testament, I love um, I love the Gospel of John. And we're going through that right now with the Ride of Your Life. And I just love that book. Because it makes the Gospel so simple for even a child to understand. And it houses one of the most famous verses in the entire Bible. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. It doesn't get more, much more simpler than that. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah, John, as I said in my uh, featured episode, like, the book of John changed my life, and it is, like Donnie said, maybe, I mean, it very well could be the simplest book in the Bible. Like, God made it extra sure to breathe over John when he wrote that. And it is just one of the most beautiful books I've ever read in my life. And if you're looking for a place to start in the Bible, start with John. And the fact that John was the closest disciple to Jesus, John experienced what other disciples didn't experience. He was at the cross. He was there at the tomb when it was empty. He was there even on the island of Patmos receiving the revelation of God of what was to come. And he got to experience things that none of the other ones, not even Peter, got to experience. So I love John as well. He's one of my favorite people in the Bible, too. 
All right, so hope you learned a little bit about me, some of my favorite things, and uh, yeah, so uh, join us this week for our next episode of the Ride of Your Life podcast. I'm sure it's going to be a great one, uh, and uh, spoiler alert, we have not recorded this yet. Uh, I recorded this intro and outro just a few days after we recorded the actual uh, episode, so I knew we were going to cut it for time. I, as you heard, I obviously knew this was going to be a cut for time segment, but um, again, I hope you all enjoyed it, and I look forward to our next episode. we got a good lineup of content coming your way, so we got a few more interviews. We have some just topics that we're wanting to cover, so make sure to subscribe if you haven't already to your favorite podcast provider and um, you'll get all the notifications on when we're posting a new episode so as always it should be every friday every friday at midnight and then every now and then like this week we're going to have a bonus episode just if we're cut for time if we have by the way we are wanting to use bonus episodes as a way to share trip reports and just things that we want to cover, but don't think it would be beneficial for a full-length episode. So, uh, we got a few trip reports coming up. So, Ryan's got one, and uh, he's going to have a special guest with him on that one. I'm excited for that episode. And then we, we as in the Islanders, will be having a bonus episode here soon. Wink. So if you follow us on the Islanders, you know that we are going to be doing a um, off-island adventure, as we call it, or like a um, coaster trip here soon. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're excited for that one, and you thought you would get the trip out of me here. No, you're going to have to play along with everybody else on the Islanders page. So if you haven't already, go on over to the Islanders vlog here on all your social media so your facebook instagram we tried the twitter thing and that didn't work out but i digress but check out facebook and instagram and uh, you'll see the guesses for our upcoming off island adventure so stay tuned for that as well but as always you can find us here at right of your life ministries on facebook instagram youtube and uh you can also visit our website, which is still in development, but we hope to get that up and running by our launch, which is April 15th. That is the official launch of Ride of Your Life Ministries. So the official launch of Ride of Your Life Ministries is Saturday, April 15th, and that's truly when the coaster uh, theme park season rolls around for all of us regional park people, those who are not blessed to live in the great state of Florida or states that have chosen to be year-round, um, this is our time of year. This is our Christmas, uh, our second Christmas, rather, of just bringing out the coasters, bringing out the parks. So we're excited for that. But April 15th is our launch date for Rive Your Life Ministries. Uh, be sure to check out our website. It's slowly being built and we're excited to launch that um, around that time and then as always you can visit our ride of your life shop.com to get all your ride of your life merch and a little insight on what we're working on for the merch shop we're obviously going to have some more um, 
Ride of Your Life things uh, with the logo on it. But we're also rolling out some new um, Christian-themed um, merch as well as some Coaster Thuzy type stuff. And you can get some exclusive content merch. So you're, we're, we already have the Christian Coasters merch out. We're going to be rolling out some of the new Islanders um, branded merch. So we're currently working on a rebrand of Islanders to reflect some of our newer content. So stay tuned for that as well. We'll have that on the rightofyourlifeshop.com here soon. So as always, I hope you all have a great rest of your day. Uh, whenever you're listening to this and hope you um, are just seeking the Lord and what he has for you. So, as always, have a good one. We'll see you all this Friday for the next episode of the Ride of Your Life podcast. See ya!